Three dudes, one movie, 20 years. It's time to go back to the show. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. Get away from her, you bitch. Boy, that escalated quickly. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And here are your hosts, Danny Widener. I just want to tell you both good luck. We're all counting on you. Jonas Stolpe. Come in with the mail. Come in with the mail. Come in with the mail. And Robert Peck. Come on, yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Guys, 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 welcome. Welcome back. We had a little bit of a break, but we're back. Uh, episode of uh you know back to the show um robert's here danny's here i'm here guys how we doing pretty good is robert's drop better than ours Jonas? <laughs> it might be actually I, really, I like ours but i feel like robert's is stronger it makes him seem cooler out of all of us <laughs> well it does <laughs> <laughs> there's no argument there yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Agree to agree. Yeah, maybe we have to we have to come up with new drops, Danny. I think I'm gonna make mine. I'm gonna choose one that's like really unfunny and depressing. <laughs> <laughs> From like this boy's life with Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. Like, see this ring? I could have saved more. See this ring? There's five people. <laughs> That's what it should be. It's something like really downer. <laughs> you know, I'm yeah. totally going to do that. I'm going to find three horribly depressing things to do next time. I'm just going to have just the audio of like someone screaming and then getting shot. Just <laughs> like real life audio too. Yeah, right. Exactly. Oh yeah, it'll just be that clip from Street Fighter where they assassinate that guy in real life. <laughs> it's still uh still on your mind huh like five I'll, months will, later. i can't that will haunt my dreams <laughs> I, I can't un, i saw a live i saw footage of a man being shot in the head when i was back to back with footage of a man being turned into balrog with a <laughs> weird laser a sunglass on <laughs> Yeah, that came out of nowhere. That was yeah. haunting. I'm glad I actually kind of missed that. I didn't. I didn't notice it. So, I just see it in the loop every time I close my eyes. <laughs> wow. Anyways, guys, it's been a little while. We've had a little bit of a break, so it's been a little while. But we're back, and I think we're back with a really good one. Uh, we this week we're doing E.T. the fucking classic 1982 movie E.T. which. I gen- genuinely, I don't think, had seen for 30 years. Full disclosure, uh, me and Robert have never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I saw like bits and pieces. I think that when I was... Would you say you, you know, saw pieces? Bit, yeah, bits and pieces. Um, I mean, it came out, what, 82, right? 82. So we're talking... I mean, at that point, I'm one year old, but... You know, by the time we, we obviously we could rent it, but I think I was just always a little too young to want to sit still and watch. You know, there's there's stuff going on in this movie. It's not just like constant goofy kid stuff. 
Yeah, me too. I saw Tiny Bits over the years. I was yeah. like four when this came out, so it took me a while to, you know, catch it on HBO or something. You know, when was the last? So you guys hadn't seen the whole movie all the way through ever? I don't no, think I had. I no. Oh my god, this is exciting! I'm glad to hear yeah. that. It's cool. I didn't know that going in. I yeah. I mean, yeah. you're right. I guess I only saw it on VHS, but I because rem- I was well, I'm only 22, so I wasn't born until. <laughs> no, you, look I, uh, you look I, I, You look terrible. <laughs> it's been a rough 22 years. Rough 22 years. <laughs> Road hard and put away wet, buddy. <laughs> I was a junkie for most of those years. And <laughs> Uh, no, I feel like I saw it. I know I saw it on VHS as a kid. I remember. I specifically have a memory of watching it with my family and my mom crying. And I remember not for the movie though. <laughs> no, this was because well, this was <laughs> just looking around at the family. <laughs> what have I done with my life? <laughs> I'm only 22. <laughs> I'm a 23 year old junkie. Surprise every time. <laughs> She's like, why can't you be a young child? Anyways, um, so I do remember seeing it on VHS. I remember my mom crying. I remember being a very like emotional movie because of the finale and stuff like that. So, but I hadn't seen it for yeah, for a, I mean, probably not since I was twelve or something like that. But it's mm-hmm. also true because it did. It's one of those movies that like rippled through pop culture in such a way that like. You could never see the movie and probably also still have memories. Yeah, totally. Because of like how much it showed up everywhere. Yeah, I mean, I think that when I was thinking about what I remembered, obviously there wasn't much because I don't think I ever saw all of it. But I think what I remembered maybe wasn't even from watching the bits of the movie I did watch. It was like, oh, yeah, Reese's Pieces, right? That's part of it. And then Phone Home. And I think the one thing I remembered was – like the hazmat suit. I remember vaguely that that scene happened and it was like kind of scary, like the when they take over the house, right? I had a, a vague memory of that, but that was kind of it. Danny, what about you? Are there any things you specifically remember from the bits and pieces? No, that was the same kind of thing. It was more like I remember the Reese's Pieces mostly from like friends, you know, and, and people talking about it um, rather than me actually seeing it. So uh, yeah, and like Robert, I think I saw the the scary guys in the hazmat suits, you know, walking in and the, and the, the lights piercing through the windows and the big uh, John Williams music going on in the background. That shit was scary. And that's probably why I didn't watch the whole thing where I just saw bits and pieces throughout the years. Cause I also had my brother talking to me about it throughout the years. Cause my brother loves this movie and he would always say how, how terrifying it was as a child. And so I just never really caught it probably because I was scared to watch it. I, don't know. <laughs> I was not ready for how emotional and kind of intense this movie was, man. I was like, what? Where'd this movie come from? And this, like, I thought this was just some like flying bike shit. <laughs> People should know about this film. Yeah, I, dude. This is Oscar movie. This, this is like, of good. This is good. Where did this come from? <laughs> Who's this Steven Spielberg guy? <laughs> I think it's been on Steven. Watch Steven. out for Steven Spielberg. Yeah. <laughs> I do have a good E.T. story, though. So I think I must have been maybe six-ish and went to Universal Studios Hollywood. They were just opening like an E.T. 
exhibit or whatever ride. I don't know what it was, but yeah, the bike ride. Yeah, but I have, and maybe my memory is wrong, but I I remember like we were there for the opening with my mom's friend, and they offered one kid from the audience could come sit on the bike and see himself on the big screen, him or her or whatever, flying on this bike. You know, it's a green screen. And my mom's friend was so insane, yelling, pointing at me, this guy, this guy. And they picked me. And I got to go sit up on the bike and look at the screen and see me flying with E.T. in the basket over, like, (laughs) the tree line. And I was so nervous, I couldn't remember uh, where I was from. (laughs) I don't even know if I remembered my name. Like, they're like, where are you from? I was like, I don't know. (laughs) Like, what's your name? I don't know. (laughs) And they're just like, okay, kid, you're killing me. Just get on the fucking bike. (laughs) There's there's irony in the idea that the one kid who got chose to do the thing had no idea what going on yeah crazy bicycle gag they're doing yeah well i was aware of that bike thing right and i was aware of et obviously i just it was but it was that was a good memory danny did you ever do this no i didn't get chosen Jonas. i was right next to him and they didn't fucking (laughs) chose me excuse me i stepped up over him to get onto the bike my my own mom was like him 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 nothing happened (laughs) Robert's like, I remember there was this one loser next to me that I I just shoved him down to get straight. Uh, What was your question? What I was gonna no, have you? Did you ever like go to Universal Studios and do the thing where you sat on the bike? Like, yeah, I did a long time afterwards and was pleasantly disappointed. (laughs) 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 It was stupid. I don't know. Um, Yeah, I seem to remember being stupid, right? Pleasantly I mean, I remember being awesome. I feel like that's yeah, that, that describes guy. most people's interactions with me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, guys, should we talk about the movie? Should we get into the movie some? Let's probably get into yeah. it. All right, so just whatever for the eight people who don't know, right? This movie is from 1982. Steven Spielberg directed it. He directed a couple of big movies before then, but I guess he'd done like the big ones are like he'd done Raiders and he'd done Close Encounters. But anyway, so he directed it. Henry Thomas is Elliot in it. Drew Barrymore is like four years old in it. And there's some other people who nobody, you know, it's not necessarily. There's a young uh, Erica Eleniak. Is that the Baywatch girl? Yeah. That's the girl girl at school. Yeah. 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 Uh, I thought she looked familiar. I was like, (laughs) I was watching it with Britt. And she goes, that young girl looks stunning and also like an older woman. Yeah, she definitely, it was like, kids, kids, kids. Like, what, 18-year-old girl? Who is that? What's happening here? Right. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then also, I think C. Thomas Howell was in there, too. Yeah, which that yeah. was, yeah, right. <clears throat> that, like, was bugging me. I was like, who is that kid? I know who that is. And I, anyway, figured it out. From the Outsiders. Yeah, and from, uh, oh, what's the one? <laughs> where? Oh, it's terrible. Where He, he does oh, a whole terrible. movie where he's. He does a whole movie where he's in blackface. Oh, oh God, man. you're right. Black I Lives Matter. No, what's it called? Oh, my God, I know what movie you're talking Is about. Is it called Blackface? It's called <laughs> Soul Man. Yeah, Woof. Oh, God, that's Ooh. even worse than calling it Blackface. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah. Anyway, let's, we're not going to talk about we'll Soul Man. we that right away. That's next week. Okay, I'll put you on The movie starts, and we, we open up with, really, it's the scene where E.T. is getting left behind, right? So the spaceship is there. 
E.T. is there with like lots of other E.T.s, which I did not remember at all. Well, it's extraterrestrials. There's extra. Right. I just, I, I, I <laughs> yeah, remember. there's extra. We got stuck there. <laughs> I didn't really remember that there was like, there was like 20 other E.T.s running around. Right. Like a mission. Yeah, their mission was a big was ship. Like, There's lots to do. Things. A lot of buttons to push for those lights. <laughs> I know. Yeah. A lot of mushrooms to tend to. Uh, so that, yeah. So what do we, do you guys have any thoughts about, I'll tell you some of the thoughts I had about this opening scene. So the, the big thing that I liked is that once the ship leaves, him like walking through the big trees all alone you know, there's like these great shots of him like all alone walking as he's trying to getting up to see the city. Yeah. Brit, Brit again, I have to give credit to this. Brit goes, I'd love to see a prequel where we find out like what E.T.'s life was like in the Academy. <laughs> <laughs> or like back at home. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, so E.T. lands. Uh, what did you guys think about that? Having seen it for the first time, I guess. Yeah. Uh, it was sad, man. It was like yeah. also... I didn't remember how like kind of scary E.T. was like looked right. Like you said, Danny, it was like uh, your brother told you it was kind of scary or something. But yeah, I mean, yeah, he's a monster. He's a fucking monster. <laughs> he's a flesh eating monster. Yeah, it, was, it was like, whoa, OK, pretty creepy. But also then like, yeah, he's, you know, fellow terrestrials are in their ship. The, the doors closing. He's like yelling. Aah! <laughs> it's like oh yeah, no that's sound. oh it's no he got left behind and it was so, it was sad i didn't realize that was part of it i don't know what i thought happened obviously obviously he was an alien on earth but for some reason i i didn't think about that was et like just like off in the distance and they had to go real quick was he like on his own just fucking around <laughs> Is that why he got left behind? He seemed to have been fucking around, but then what happened is those dudes show up and then he hides. And then I think yeah. because he's trying to hide from them. He doesn't make it back. So this is right. my problem. So I'm a cynical little bastard. So I'm watching E.T. walk around without kneecaps and I'm trying to, and, he, and he's waddling around yeah. and dude, he can't make it back to the ship in that amount of time. But when the hunters come and the ship takes off, that motherfucker's like 40 miles an hour, dude. He's like, yeah. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe he's doing some sort of hover move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Maybe, yeah, maybe he's using his powers to float along. Yeah, I think that every just normal movement, he's doing his weird waddle. <laughs> and, yeah, the then, man thing, and then yeah. when shit gets real, he you know breaks out the hover powers. I don't know. Or maybe his legs telescope like his neck and he's got knees under there. <laughs> oh wait, is he yeah. just like a super fat version of that alien race with just a big tummy? <laughs> <laughs> he's like the weird runt of the litter. Like the rest of them step out. They're like freaking Dolph Lundgren over here. He got a wicked sweet tooth. And he drinks a lot. I mean, he, he might have like whatever version of diabetes they have on his planet. He might just be. Like, I'm pretty sure it's fair to say they didn't leave him behind on purpose. I mean, by accident. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. This fat fuck's embarrassing. Him. They're just like they're like, hey, uh, hey, boss. Yeah, yeah. What about you too? Oh, I, uh, I gave him a mission. I told him we need like some small tree roots from like <laughs> yeah. way, way over there. So he'll just go and then just like, wrap it up real quick. Let's get out of here. You know. <laughs> no questions asked. No questions asked. Uh, yeah. So, 
<laughs> so he does get, but I agree that like it was, it did catch, I, it caught me like right away. I was like, oh my God, this is sad. It's emotional. Like I kind of all, like they do a very good job quickly of ingratiating you to ET, right? Mm-hmm. Like you feel sympathy for him. He feels like a, like it's impressive how quickly he becomes a care, like a fully fleshed out little dude, a little character with emotional stakes. Like I'm always impressed with movies that can, and the best kids movies I feel like are usually the best at it. Where like you almost fall in love with the main character, like right, like five minutes in, you're like, I care what happens to this guy, and I do right. feel like does a good job of that. Like Mac and me. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> like Mac and me and Turner and Hooch, you know, both of those movies are classic. <laughs> I love Turner. Also, uh, in uh, you know, hard to kill. I'm ingratiated to Steven Seagal right away because <laughs> oh, yeah. of all of his Academy Award references. Hell yeah! <laughs> what about like towards the end of that scene, the shot of the man's crotch? Did you guys watch that? It was the longest. Like I don't know. They're like they're going in really tight on this guy's crotch for like a good twenty seconds. <laughs> If you were that guy <laughs> over the years, would you be showing that one shot to your kids and be like, look, look, there's my crotch. Oh, and those are my keys. <laughs> yeah. Know? Well, that wasn't that. That was the way to show it's the same dude, right? That was, what's his name? Coyote? Peter Coyote. Peter Coyote. That oh, was him. He's the man Coyote? with the keys, oh. right? And then it shows when he when he's suiting up in the hazmat. I guess that's down the road, but he's got the keys on still. Right. Oh! Oh! Wow! Wow! I okay. What I what I love. Wait. What I love better about this is the whole movie. We were calling that guy Keys, and Danny <laughs> thought his, it, it was about the dick. Yeah, <laughs> that is good. He's like, oh, also there were keys there. Yeah, obviously this dick is going to be important to a character. Of <laughs> dick again. Dick again. I got to imprint this dick into memory. Probably going to be about the character, and then later, oh, this dick guy is the guy. Ah. <laughs> maybe next time. Maybe next time, make the keys bigger than the guy's dick. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, every I'm going to be honest, I only saw keys in those shots. I was so not thinking it was a weird up-close dick shot. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, in just Danny's got good. In Danny's movie. By the way, in the credit. <laughs> oh, excellent. Credit, Check out movie, these dick shots. <laughs> yeah. In the credits, that guy's name is Keys. In Danny's movie, I think we know the character's name. <laughs> Extraterrestrial, more like extra extra testicle. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, bad. that wasn't bad. Don't you know what? Okay. Own that. All right. Moving <laughs> past the dick guy, uh, okay. I can't believe you thought that was for dick shots the whole time, Danny. That's amazing. <laughs> Dude, enough to write like two notes about it. <laughs> What's with the dick shots? Question mark. Seriously, another dick shot? <laughs> watching this guy tuck his dick into his hazmat suit. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. I don't know. I'm going to jump forward a little. I'm, okay. So I'll, I'm not so, sure. anyway, the next bit of business is we're meeting Elliot. We're meeting his brother, Michael. We're meeting their very sexy mom. We're meeting all whoa. that. Stuff. And like Elliot, you know, kind of has a run in with ET in the backyard, the pizza, that kind of stuff. So I have some notes about this stuff. One of them is definitely that mom is in a sexy robe, but also that I think those kids. Is it a sexy robe or is it just a normal like 80s robe? 
Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I, nothing registered. Sexy. Mind, same thing. Same thing, guys. Same thing for me. Although one of the one of the friends went to like poke the mom's butt as she like bent over to yeah put away dishes or something. Right? That was kind of funny. Well, what does she expect? They're fourteen, and she's walking around like with nothing under a robe in the house. Right, and it's like silk, clingy silk. robe. Silk. <laughs> Plus, all those kids are smoking okay. cigarettes, which is weird. Did anyone yeah, that was my question. Were they smoking cigarettes or did the mom decide, I'm going to set my cigarette down in the middle of all of you kids <laughs> while you play your game. I'm going to go out about my, like, you know, cleaning up the kitchen or, what you know, putting stuff away and then come back to my smoke. But in the meantime, it just is going to hotbox the entire house and you guys <laughs> as you play your game. It was like, I was so confused. I was... I mean, you know, the other alternative is that they're smoking and they're 12 or something. I miss this part because I was still writing the note about this guy's crotch. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Yeah, I, uh, well, I have, like, I was wondering about the cigarette. I'm like, are they smoking the cigarette? Is it her cigarette? There's an ash. There was definitely an ashtray because I right. paid attention to that. But I mean, also, the entire movie takes place in, like, the haziest, foggiest world. Yeah. Which is, by the way, great. It makes the visuals great. That's not a complaint. But, like, everything is, like, hotboxed, basically. They're all high as fucking kites, this whole movie. <laughs> Do they live... Where? So, they live in the suburbs, yeah? Oh, they live in this most magical place where <laughs> they're in the suburbs up against a cornfield. Um, <laughs> what? Just down the street from a mountain that contains old growth redwoods. <laughs> it's <fucking> beautiful. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what a score. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I, I did make a note about the cornfield thing where I was like, I don't understand where this cornfield exists on their property or in the neighborhood where they have like yeah. 12 stacks of corn in their backyard or do they have, they're not farmers. Like, why do they have. It felt like more than just a little like backyard Quite garden though, right? Yeah, no. Like I mean, they were, was he was like walking through acres of cornfield. It's <laughs> 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 like, where is this? <laughs> and then he points later. He like points to the map where he goes, like, we're here. And I'm like, what is he pointing to? Like, is it? It's like Iowa. <laughs> Iowa, like, it is in California, but it's like, I don't know. It's a magical land with all the different terrains. That he should have fucking fallen through a dirt through a desert at some point, out the front door into a desert. And then well, I mean, out the front door in the background, there's like high desert, right? <laughs> like, oh, that's true. It's like, it's, like, it's like a Beetlejuice. You open the door and you go into the desert. Yeah, sandworms and all. Yeah, right. It's like Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, okay. So we meet uh, Elliot and the gang and then he meets E.T. And, oh, well, shed. I guess he sort of meets E.T. With the, in the back, but he doesn't know who E.T. is, right? But, again, mm-hmm. I would just say, like, all this stuff we're like, I think all this stuff is great. And I really like the I feel like the teenage boy stuff feels authentic. Like it all feels like nicely grounded. I like all of it. I'm I'm into all this stuff, by the way. I like the the lighting of the whole thing. Like the shed, the way it looked like almost like the spaceship was actually in the shed to some degree. Yeah. You know, like with that white light just like beaming out of it. I really like the way it was lit. And that's pretty much standard with all Spielberg movies, especially with like close encounters. There's like a big close encounter feel with this entire movie. Do you guys agree? Yes, yes totally. There is the spaceship especially is like very similar to the spaceship too. I feel. Yeah. Like. Yeah. And then like when uh, the, the guys in the suits show up towards the end, like 
the lights coming through the blinds and uh, just the music and everyone's freaking out. And all of a sudden they, you know, like open the window shade and there's the bad guy, you know, it just felt very close encounters ish, you know, with that, um, that farm scene back in the day. I feel, yeah, I feel like it all yeah. felt very Spiel, like Spielberg. I feel like at this time, like between Raiders, close encounters, this, like there's so many silhouettes against things through blinds yeah. against walls. It feels very like, pulp comic-y there's it's a cool it definitely feels like all like those movies he's making right in that same yeah, what happened the score is even like damn the score until the until the et theme hits that banana before that i was like this is basically just like the indiana jones star wars uh, star wars score smashed together yeah and i felt the same way i even wrote it down like this sounds like star wars all over again even there's like a darth vader march at one point i was like what the fuck is going on <laughs> John Williams is just like fuck it, just put some of this. I don't have time. Some of this stuff. I did the, I did the moon score. They'll just loop that, and the rest can be Indiana Jones. <laughs> okay, so then uh, Elliot goes to the woods. He leaves the Reese's pieces everywhere. Weirdly enough, I had forgotten about the Reese's pieces thing actually. Wow! And then as soon as he pulled out the Reese's pieces, I was like, oh fuck, that's right. Reese's pieces and him was like the whole fucking thing. Uh, like, and I actually looked this up. So Reese's Pieces didn't like pay to be in the movie. Hmm. They show they were gonna go with M and M's, but Mars like didn't want to be a part of it. So they just fell back on Reese's Pieces, and Reese's Pieces like I obviously sold a trillion Reese's Pieces because of the right. movie. Like, it wasn't even they didn't even pay to be in the movie, which I thought was kind of interesting. Wow, yeah, that's some freaking buzz marketing for them, big time. Seriously, anybody have a problem with the fact that he kind of poured out like fifteen Reese's Pieces? And went into a fucking giant forest and started like tossing one by one through a forest. And somehow <laughs> E.T. found his way back to the shed. I did have, I did actually have a problem. I did wonder to myself, I'm like, why is he going into the like how why is he going into the woods? How does he know anything about the woods at this point? Why not the corn stalks? That's where E.T. was. Yeah. That does make or by the garbage cans in the back or in the shed. <laughs> Keep going to the shed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not a fucking Reese's pieces to be found in the fucking backyard. He threw them a mile and a half away later into a swamp. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so then then we get to this. There's this family dinner scene, and I only want to mention it because like I do think there's this like divorce theme that runs through the movie. Now I do feel like one of the things I like about sort of going back watching these movies right it's like the movies for kids and stuff like are are more mature in that regard like they're dealing with like this divorce thing in a way that i feel like most movies now would not right like it would just be like dad is dead and it's sad and we miss him but like you like it feels like they're dealing with sort of like the complicated weird business of a of a separation and i like mm. that they fold that in in a way that feels like authentic and not like glossed over and not made to seem cool. Dad doesn't come back at the end. Like that would be such a thing they would do now that like this whole ET would bring them back together. If they made this movie. Now Peter Coyote would be, the, would be the dad. And like at the end of the movie, well, they were, they were heading, they were yeah. heading that way. They're heading towards Peter Coyote and her maybe, but like if it were a movie oh. now, the, the movie <laughs> wouldn't be allowed to end without like dad and mom figuring out their bullshit and getting back together again. Yeah. And I don't even yeah. know how I feel about all that. Cause I, I noticed it too. It's pretty <clears throat> heavy handed. I don't know. I kind of just wanted a straight up like kids movie without all the adult drama, I guess. So at some point, like she's just like 
crying by herself like oh no she's like it's at halloween right yeah and she's just sitting by herself like putting out candles solemnly and like just totally depressed and like thinking about suicide you can feel it and i'm like ah i don't need to watch this right now what's going on with the et you know <laughs> is that why elliot was so open to trying to have et as a presence in his life because he's missing his dad i don't know like why i guess I thought, why is this a storyline? But at the same time, it's it's working. I have a different theory. That, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Danny. Please, let's have it. My theory is they needed to to cut back to something else in order to, when they go back to E.T., it's like a little bit later in the story. It was like a side plot that they needed to introduce because you can't just stay on E.T. and, and Elliot the whole time, right? Because you need to advance the story throughout the days and weeks of however long it is. So they go back to to her like putting out candles that makes no one really cares about, but it allows them to jump forward in time. What do you oh, think? Yeah. discuss? Yeah. So now that both you guys, now that both you guys have, have pointed out, I do. I think now I am agreeing with you guys that like it is a good. There's a good point. Like, why is it in the movie? It, to the extent that like. To your point, Danny, did they just go like, we need something else to get to, which it kind of feels a little like, because also now that I think about it, like she puts out the candle and she like gets in the car and like goes yeah. like going to Mexico and drives off. And I don't know where she's driving to. And we never, it's see never discuss. Yeah. They never uh, talk about it. So, and, and in a way it's like, if they were going to do that, the family should maybe have been splintered more. And then E.T. brings them together more or something, but they don't even yeah. do that either. So now I feel like I, you guys have, I've sort of won over that it's sort of like, while I like the way they went about presenting it. Sure, sure. I agree that like, I'm not really sure what we get out of that in the movie. Like, you know what it I mean? Like, scene where like yeah. the brother and him are fighting because of dad having left and then E.T. gets them. That would sort of work if like the family was in shambles and E.T. Yeah. was this thing they could But they were pretty close, yeah. even though they were they're fighting a little bit. They yeah. were like super close, right? They all got yeah. along great. <laughs> yeah, they did get along great. Okay, yeah, let's, gonna, I'm going to move us forward a little bit here. So um, then Elliot meets E.T. for real, and he uses the Reese's to get E.T. into the house. And I love all of this stuff, like especially the stuff with E.T.'s little hands, like getting the Reese's as they bring him up and all the stuff, all the business with just showing E.T.'s hands to show his like location and what he's fucking with inside of Elliot's room. I, all that stuff I think is really great. And I think a really good example of like, obviously the ET suit can't do much. So like being really clever with just using like, okay, well, as long as we have an actor with proper hands in there, we can give him so much character in the hands as opposed to like, cause he can't, like you guys have said, he can't really do anything other than just like waddle squat, waddle forward. And then, <laughs> get put on top of roller skates and like blasted through the fucking woods on a metal track. <laughs> <laughs> but I lo- all this stuff I think is really great. And I actually think Henry Thomas is doing really good. He's really good. I was like, this was definitely, I was getting all of the hard strings going and the laughing. I was like fully in at this point. Big time. I would, oh man, I loved Elliot showing him all the things, like his toys and and yeah. uh, and like this is see this is a peanut. It's not a peanut you can eat though. You don't eat this peanut. It's, it's a fake peanut. See, and this is money. And and he's just like rambling and like this is Pez. He open the vet and, and it's a Pez. You want a Pez? And he's just like it just felt so like real. Like this is this little kid so excited, overwhelmed, 
and but also like a pretty smart little kid and and recognizing like oh i should teach him things that that i know and i don't know i i really like all of a sudden that's i mean it dawned on me like whoa this is a great movie i'm so into this right now and and then i was like why don't people know about this movie why don't they talk about it <laughs> and then it was cool to like to hear him like talk about all the nostalgic things all the star wars characters and and pez and all that stuff yeah and all the stuff we grew up on i was like that totally brought me right back to being a kid again which helped because i was not feeling this movie at all oh really that, was this the yeah. was this the scene that got you kind of in uh, it started to, I honestly, like going into this, I felt like this was on par with going into rehab for the first time. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. Like my, oh, my, my hands boy. were sweaty. Like I had a fever for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt like people needed to like actually take my hand and make me watch it. <laughs> I didn't really want to watch it. I'll be gone. Okay. I'll be wait. I was with you on that. Thank oh, you. I was not super, super pumped to, to watch it either, although I was curious to watch. And I agree that, like, it took a little while, but, like, at, at this stage, I was, I was like, fully in. Like, this this to me was, like, now this is fucking great. Like, I get yeah. it. Uh, but, Danny, all seriousness, all in all seriousness, at this point, were you sort of like, huh, whatever? I don't, I don't see Yeah, you know why? I think it might have just been – all the years of hype for this movie mm. it's just it's just too much weight on my shoulders to like to allow it to wow me in any spectacular way <laughs> especially since i've seen i don't know 3000 movies in my lifetime and now i'm watching some little you know shit can you know <laughs> thing roll roll on by <laughs> drinking, drinking a couple of fucking beers and i'm like i don't know <laughs> and also, also you have been to rehab like seven or eight times so even that first rehab time doesn't do what is that i might have been crashing so i'm not really sure <laughs> i'm 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 super i'm not too, super super i mean in the end also we're grown men now and it is kind of a movie for kids but um yeah. All right. So good. So all right. So this scene sort of gets us going. I will. I will say just I did have a note about Robert. Well, you guys mentioned he Elliot shows all those things to him. I'm like, this is the most confusing lesson in history. Like for ET, if you want him to understand anything, it's like this is food, and then in the next breath he goes, "This is a peanut, which is food, but this isn't a real peanut, so you can't yeah, absolutely money, which goes into the peanut." If I'm and this, <laughs> and this is a shark on a plastic thing, but it's not a real shark, and it eats the fish, but this one doesn't. Like it's all. I, if I were ET, I'd be like, "I don't know what the fuck you're talking about." <laughs> I mean, that was what I liked about it, though, because it was definitely this like overwhelmed, super excited, rambling kid trying to teach him as much as he possibly could. That obviously was so fucked. If you're trying to really teach him something, but it was just cute. I don't know. Like I was, I was into it. ET should have been like, the first in like 59 references to Star Like, so I wanted to be like, I get it. Star Wars is a movie that you like that you want me to buy. I like, I understand. Like, he's like, this is Lando, and this is the other thing. And then later we see Yoda, and later, yeah. Yoda, and, and you can buy these Star Wars sheets for 49.99 like, oh, to Kmart. So much Star Wars shit. <laughs> uh, okay. 
So we're all pretty much on board at this point, except Danny, who's barely a little bit on. Who's barely hates, hanging on. Barely who hates it less than something else. I usually figure out if I like. <laughs> I hate I it usually, a little less than something else. <laughs> I usually find out if I like it or not based off of our conversation. So I'm I'm on the fence right now. I'll be honest. Okay. Stay okay, tuned, great. everyone. Okay. Good. Well, then let's let's roll into the next part of the movie, which is all, clearly the best part of the entire movie, in my opinion. So Elliot stays home sick, or no? That's sorry. I'm moving past that. Actually, Elliot stays home sick, and then. Oh yeah, no, I get that's pretty much what we just talked about. So then after this, ET show Elliot tells his uh, brothers and sisters about it with brother and sister, which I think is cute too that they get brought in so early. I it wasn't I like that they're like a little team and that it's not just I could see a movie where like we get a million gags about Elliot trying to hide ET from everybody, and I was really happy that that was not most of the movie. Right. And then the best part for me that I was talking about is now we get to Elliot goes to school. And E.T. stays home and gets shit-faced. <laughs> I have no recollection of this scene, right? I don't think I ever saw it. And oh my God, it was a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you guys hadn't even seen it. I want to hear everything you thought about it, having never seen the movie and, and, and going through the. I feel like Danny's going to have a lot of notes. <laughs> I, I just I thought it was hilarious. For one, seeing E.T. in a robe, sort of like like ah, this fucking house, ah, shuffling around, <laughs> kind of angry, grumpy or something. And he's like, he tastes the potato salad. He's like, fucking, what is that shit? And throws it. And he's like, ooh, what's this? Don't mind if I do. And then just starts getting hammered. And then, yeah, and then cut to, to Elliot all of a sudden drunk at school. And he, he does that like, look over to the the Baywatch lady, right? Uh, and he's just like, hey there. <laughs> which, we've, like, which we've all done before. <laughs> it was just hilarious. And and also, I think this is when I... I Maybe I just wasn't paying enough attention. I wasn't really picking up on the, the melding of the two. Like that Elliot was feel... They were feeling each other's feelings and thinking their thoughts or whatever. And so I was, for a second there, I was like, wait, what's going on? And then Kelly was like, they're, they're synced. And I was like, oh, I guess I wasn't paying attention. And oh, so then- they're not just, they're not just synced, Robert. Here, let me, let me read my note to you. Okay. Uh, just to be, just to be clear, E.T. has been attached to Elliot like a parasite and sucking his life force out of his body to survive. That's exactly what's happening. Yeah, He's killing it. the boy on purpose to survive. He doesn't fucking care at all about this kid. <laughs> he he was a fucking leech. Be a fat ass on ETville. <laughs> he's just, I did the whole thing with like the robe and when he's getting all drunk. And I've made this note about like two things. One is I want to maybe see a sequel where he goes back home having had alcohol now and just becomes like, a fucking terrible <laughs> drunken dad who just like, like ET just like as a guy who's like a deadbeat drunk who like maybe beats his wife and hates his kids and Sandra saunters around in that dumb robe and blacks out in the middle of the kitchen floor. <laughs> Puts on wigs and shit. Puts on wigs and shit. Throws cans of beer at the TV. Wrecks the kids' toys when they're away. I bought this fucking thing for you. Don't even, you don't even talk to me about this. I went to space. Your dad went to space. What are your aliens? 
Yeah, exactly. exactly. More I, like I like the idea that the rest of the movie, E.T.'s now had a taste of booze. And so every second he's just like, uh, Elliot, um, <laughs> <laughs> a little beer run, you know, just before, listen, before we talk about phoning home, I'd like to get, you know, maybe just, let's just relax, maybe get loose a little bit, a lot going on today, maybe just. <laughs> you talk to your mom about getting a couple more beers, you know, yeah, right. packs, just, packs, well, you know yeah. kind. he starts doing like craft cocktails, it's like, <laughs> can we get a circular ice ball? I mean, it's really, I don't want to dilute the cocktail you know not they just want to chill it <laughs> it's like, like in the kitchen with a blender pouring reese's and like rum, <laughs> and rum into the it becomes what was that kids in the hall sketch the like chick drink drunk <laughs> he starts making like the umbrella drinks <laughs> anyway sorry it took that just far. comes in et's like already hand boned in the closet just a bottle of whiskey laying on the ground <laughs> <laughs> he should have been an instant alcoholic. That would have been hilarious. Yeah, and then they just in the whole back half of the movie is just like an intervention and taking him to meetings and stuff and trying to get him squared away. But so like, wait, is it is it is it fair to say that ET never really died? He was just like blacked out, <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then that's why he woke up magically all of a sudden. Elliot's like, "What's wrong with him?" And the FBI guys like, "He's just massive liver failure. He's just." <laughs> That's why he wandered to that little stream that night. He was just like blind drunk, just stumbling through the forest yelling. The equivalent of finding like like a drunk naked guy in a in a river because he wandered off. He's like in bleeding talking. He's like, I hit rock bottom. I woke up naked and covered in white dust in a river. Don't even, don't even remember how I got there. They should have had the wig like to the side of him in the river. He's, he's like, I woke up wearing a wig and a dress covered in white powder, blackout drunk in a river. There was a raccoon. Nibbling was, yeah, there was a raccoon trying to eat me. <laughs> That's the better movie. Oh right? man! Oh my god! Uh, okay. Um. <clears throat> so, what about? Did you guys ever dissect frogs? For one, God, yes. I, I didn't put chloroform in there. And no, yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't murder I didn't, them. We didn't get them live. For one, I also don't think I dissected a frog until I don't know, like high school. We were, yeah. we were talking about this. We were like, we did the frog thing, but they were already dead, and it was in high school. Yeah, and they were like in like a vacuum sealed. Uh, I remember getting them. They were in like a little bag of formaldehyde. You like cut them out, cut open the bag, pull out yeah. the preserved frog, and you start dissecting it. Not like here's a little frog, put it in a jar, kill it, and then I mean, here's a hammer, bash it over the head. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, at least they were using like chloroform. It wasn't just like hold it down, scalpel to the back of the head, just push. <laughs> You're gonna want everyone pick up your frog and grab it by the top of its neck, and then everyone just gonna twist, <laughs> just twist. yeah, just really just jerk it hard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the the frog thing is great. That and that whole business with her and him and the TV mixing with Elliot and the girl, and he. Shoves that kid down so yeah. he gets tall enough for, uh, and then that sh the shot of her with her foot and the frog, like while he's being taken away, uh, God, fucking great stuff, like so great, I love it. 
For what purpose? It's just sweet. It's food. <laughs> yeah, it's sweet. It, it doesn't move the movie along. It doesn't add anything new. It's just like, ha, frogs. <laughs> uh, I'm going to try to tell you. I'm going to come up with a reason why it exists in the movie now. I hadn't thought about that. I think a couple things. It's definitely hammering home the uh, E.T. Correlation. Yeah. Right. The sinking. Yeah. The definitely. Sinking. Yeah. And then also, like, I do think part of the let the frogs go thing is a little bit of a thing about, like, Elliot, lear- maybe Elliot, like, learning through E.T. that he should care more for other creatures. There is a lot of, like, wildlife creatures in the movie. There's the raccoon. There's, like, deer. There's a, there's a, quite a few throws to that, I'm sure. Dogs. And- but then also just, like, <laughs> also just, like, it does, uh, I don't know, it just makes for a lot of fun. It just it's it's enchanting. It's enchanting. Yeah. Enchanting. How many That's times uh, did little Billy chloroform Sally when the teacher wasn't looking? Oh, you know what I mean? God. <laughs> oh, no. Like if the teacher had his back turned, like let's take the top off and chloroform Sally real quick. Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. That's, That's uh, what okay. I was thinking. <laughs> so, okay, so uh, we get all that stuff. Um, Et comes up with phone home. Again, great shit. I loved it. It was better than I remembered. Like I, at this point, I'm a hundred percent on board with the movie. And then we get to Halloween, uh, and all that's all the stuff. We get another call out to Star Wars. So just in case we didn't think about buying Star Wars stuff, we can think about that again. And then we get to the flying bike. So that, I kind of jumped through a lot of stuff. I don't know if you guys have any notes for these sections. Why well, I, I like that scene with um, Drew Barrymore, Gert. As we know her in the movie, Gert. Gertie, Gertie, right? Gert. Um, although I like Gert more. Gert. <laughs> Gert. Uh, the mom comes home actually, and ET is in the living room on full display, but she's oblivious because she's got groceries or something like that. And as she's putting groceries away, she opens the refrigerator door, smacks ET in the head, and he falls over. <laughs> and then I, I kind of laughed at that. And then Drew Barrymore says this line, and I thought it was so funny. I want you to meet someone, but I'm pretty sure you killed them already. I thought that yeah. was really <laughs> As he's falling over, she says that. I thought that was really funny. She's, Drew Barrymore is great in the movie, too. Like, all, three, all three of the kids are doing exceptionally good kid acting, yeah. I feel like, in the yeah. movie. Like, don't see this kind of level of acting with kids in movies. Yeah, up. that big brother was my big brother. Yeah. <laughs> he's great. They're all great. Like, they're really great. Uh, okay, so... Um, then we get then we get to the fl- I just have to mention when the flying bike thing happens I almost cried. Like that first time with Elliot like it gave, like I got all of the swelling emotion. That there was- is a point in every movie we've watched where you almost cry. He's an emotional man. Well, to be fair, most of the time recently it's been from sheer torture of watching the thing we're watching. <laughs> <laughs> in case. You almost, you got emotional with Drop Dead Fred. That was emotional, man. When did I get emotional with that? I don't know. I don't even remember Opening that. credits. Opening <laughs> credits. <laughs> probably, probably. I feel like maybe with, maybe with, I don't, yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe so. Look, I'm in touch with my emotions. And also, so yeah. you, you, you almost cried when the, when the bike took off in the air? Just the, I think it was nostalgia crying. Also, it was not, I didn't almost. I mean, my name wasn't like crying, but I definitely it, got emotional. It was, I think uh, it was a, 
it was a nostalgia kick. To I me, think, I hadn't. Seen I can that see. I can see you crying. Like there goes my childhood riding off of the cliff. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. that's how I see why you're crying. I mean that. I but I to be fair, I sob every time I see a bike, so I can't explain. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> why do they have to pedal? Do they have to pedal to fly still? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> all of them are pedaling. Like it's I think, like they'll die if they stop. Yeah, I was thinking. I wonder if it's because they just had to shoot them riding bikes at a green screen and then just overlay it. Maybe it looked boring if they didn't do anything. I think it looked, I think I was just thinking, I think it would look weird if they didn't do it. If they didn't. Yeah. yeah. Like, probably it, tried it would just be like, so it would just look like, it would be like a still shot. It probably, if you do that, it's like, it's almost just like a still shot of a bike going like, burp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> having yeah. momentum you know yeah i hear you because okay. there's no like sense. magic dust or you know like, there's nothing <laughs> propelling it forward in the visual effects right. department. how did the the machine that they used to tell the aliens to come back how did that whole thing work because like it was an umbrella a fork and uh the spelling machine actually though danny it's funny i looked on the imdb trivia thing one of the things it says is that thing was a real thing. Like, fuck like, off. No, I'm serious. I'm going to look it up right now. It was like built by a guy who made a thing that would actually send a radio signal, like whatever. Not, not like talk to aliens in obviously in the, right. Not actually talk to ET's home planet. But uh, wait, hang on here. Right. I'm going to find it. Just I'm send find radio it. signals out to space in hopes of them getting received by an alien. Yeah, I mean, it huh. says E.T.'s communicator actually worked and was constructed by Henry Feinberg, an expert in science and technology interpretation for the public. Oh, wait, what do we mean worked? What do we mean worked? Like, it actually spun and, and made noises? I mean, yeah, it worked. I don't know. Okay. So then uh, Mike... Uh, Oh, right. Elliot's gone now. Mike finds E.T. in that river, which, Jesus, again, that is a visual that is troubling. Like, God That's hard damn. to watch. Dark. Yeah. Stuff suddenly. It was sad. It was like. And what's worse is that, like, you know, I'm sure he's, he's like this on his home planet, but in our on our planet, <laughs> E.T.'s naked in the river. <laughs> I know. Like, and he's. And he's almost dead, so it's very traumatizing. It is. I mean, when they when they show that shot, he's like by a drain pipe off from the road. Like it's like, like trash all around him. Yeah, it's it's. I I literally said out loud, I was like, "Holy shit!" When they like show <laughs> show yeah. that, so hardcore. <laughs> and then I guess like Mike bundles him up and brings him home, and then that's when pretty much the FBI shows up in astronaut outfits that yeah. oh wow i was like what is happening what? <laughs> yeah. why why are they in astronaut suits and and then also they're almost walking like they're in like like kind of low to gravity they're like <laughs> <laughs> yeah one of them is crashing through the window why is he crashing through the window? <laughs> that was crazy what? Like she wasn't right. like trying to stop him from coming in. Why are you trying to destroy the place? I know, right? Like you guys, how about this? How about knock on the fucking front door and then go like, excuse me, hello. Yeah. We have reason to believe there's an alien in your house. Yeah, no, guys. You're with this the government. Is, yeah, you three, put on Martian suits. 
You two, you put on Martian Zoo. On the count of three, everyone just swarm the fucking house and crash in whatever hole you can find in the building and rush towards the child in the center. Great plan. So then this gets scary, huh? Like, now E.T.'s dying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Elliot's dying. I mean, I was I was pretty taken aback by how, like, sad and, and crazy this was getting. <laughs> It's a long scene. It's like 20 minutes straight of just like an ER like disaster scene, you know? And it's, it's just yeah. like, it's traumatizing to watch the whole thing play out. Yeah, and he's yelling like, you're killing him. Leave yeah, him alone. He came to me. It's just like, oh no, <laughs> E.T. And the amount of like jargon, medical jargon that's going on, it's, uh-huh. it's insane. It's like, we need 15 cc's of lith- lithoketamine, whatever, you know? It's yeah. Just, we're nuts. I know when they start doing like chest compressions on him. Yeah. Like, and defibrillators Christ. and defibrillating him. They're hitting him up with like I, <laughs> every drug known to man. <laughs> that's so, probably so what killed him. So Robert, you were seeing this for the first time. Danny, what was your reaction? As you were like, was it effective, or were you going like, "Holy shit!" What was your thoughts about it? This is the scene that my brother was talking about all the years. That this is the scary part of the movie. Yeah, and he was right. It was scary. Um, I actually like locked my bedroom door so my kid wouldn't come in, and I almost <laughs> let him watch this movie. And he's only five. I, was, I almost let him watch it. I was like, "Fuck, man, he's just, no way you can handle this scene." So, yeah. Um, although I will say, uh I had no problem with the government in this scene, in this whole entire movie. They're not bad guys. Dude, yeah. So I have the memory of them being these extremely evil, break in, steal E.T. and like run away or something, right? And like experiment on him or something. Yeah, yeah, and genuinely they were were trying to save him. Yeah, and right? they're like getting down, getting down their hands and knees, and talking to the kid, and being like, "He'll be okay. We're, we're going to get him back home." And yeah, they were like, they were trying to save Big Elliot too at the same time. Right. I mean, I guess I wonder if he didn't die, would they have then just taken him and then started experimenting on him or something? Right. Kill the but, family. I hear you. Yeah, yeah, totally. Kill, <laughs> yeah, kill the family. Burn the house. Put them all in chloroform jars, and then just. <laughs> <laughs> They just roll those up the street like they rolled that tube. For some reason, they had to come from three blocks away rolling this collapsible tube. It's like human, human body just sliding into the bottom of it as it rolls. Rolling. Whole family just streaks of blood just in a circle. Oh, God. Her eyes roll back. Yeah, just it's like. Like a shoe and a dryer. I do it's funny that you guys mentioned that dude too, because I did remember the, the government being bad and they it was surprising that they weren't. And I did like that, that like Peter Coyote oh, sorry, uh Dix, I think is the name the character's name. He's like a nice guy who wants like he's like, I'm glad he came to you. And and to your point, Danny, like I agree with your brother, like this sequence is the part that is the most emotionally I have the most emotional memory of because it was so sad and scary and emotional watching it. Like I and I have that memory of looking at like my mom and seeing like tears coming down. Like it was it is intense. Uh but also, like, I think maybe because the government isn't bad, it sort of 
rounds it out a little bit and keeps it from being like, if the government was also bad, it would be like almost too much. Like it's a good balance, I think. Yeah, it would have been really traumatizing if they were like, let's cut this motherfucker open. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I think right. it would have been <laughs> Just like <laughs> pin his hands down to the table, like nail him <laughs> down and just start cutting him. Oh my God. Like just a V-shape. Like, yeah, just freaking... <laughs> Oh, just we'll do it live. They, they peel his flesh away. Oh, oh God. <laughs> just nuts to neck. Just yoink like fucking right off the ground. Oh, man. Spills just out. Rip his just spine out. Fucking beer cans and pieces, pieces spilling out all over the fucking floor. That brings up a good point. What did he die from? Why is he dying? Does anybody know? And not only that, how did he come back to life? Oh yeah, that's a good question. I I thought he was dying because like he's away from his home planet. But then you're right, like a broken heart. Elliot saying he like loves him. Maybe it's because he was away from the other hearts of his alien people. But Elliot's heart, because it's Elliot who says he loves him, right? Doesn't that bring him back? Um, Yeah, and they do have those glowing hearts. The night has something to do with the glow. Is it like they all thrive off of this communal love, and without it, you start to wither away? I don't know, oh dude, God. because uh, <laughs> definitely they the brother plants the seed of like, Elliot, he's not looking so good, right? The, earlier, mm-hmm. before before he like actually gets sick and is found in the river, he like brings it up and Elliot's like, we're fine. And that actually is like, whoa, it's getting a little creepy. Like he's sort of losing his autonomy. He's becoming this like joint being with E.T., it's like it should be in harmony. You hear these like two voices coming out of him. Like, we're fine. <laughs> There's no problem here. We can handle it. Uh, but, so think- there was something with being a- away from home that he was getting sick, right? But then. So once Elliot started like getting kind of irritated with E.T., he started dying. Is that correct? He's like, this is, this is a lot going on right now. I think he's slowly dying the whole time. Yeah. And then I think Elliot. Elliot's love, I guess, brings him back to life because he isn't like barely oh. alive once Elliot does that. He's like fucking keyed up. Like he just snorted some of that white dust. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great scene, though, when he comes back and then he's just like, hold on, hold on. He's like, shut up. He's like, hold on, hold on. It's like, dude, shut up, shut up. <laughs> so, funny. so funny, I thought. It was like so cute, so hilarious. Um, oh, man. Wait, so that brings I, up a question, that I, a question that I have, right? So I don't know how aware of you guys of this are, but so like 15, 20, maybe 10 years ago or something, Steven Spielberg did a re a reworking of this movie where he like did some visual effects additions where he improved E.T.'s like facial expressions. He removed some guns from some of the bad yeah. But then I read that he reversed all that and took it out because everyone complained when I understand why. So when I was, I got this, I watched this on Amazon Prime and I wasn't sure completely whether I was seeing any CGI additions to E.T.'s face. And if the answer is no, the the puppetry is like incredibly great, especially the eyes and stuff. But I did kind of feel like maybe there was some eye shit left in there. I, I felt like I couldn't tell and I wasn't sure whether, what did it feel like? It felt real. Everything felt practical to you. It did to me, and I know that there was one part where a friend of mine pointed out um, 
some like that that rework where they took out I think the the scene where all the kids are biking away from the police. Yeah, and they have they, they blocked the road. That yeah. part where they had shotguns, they took it out. I, I don't remember what he said they put in place of the shotguns, but they they put like, like walkie talkies in place. Okay. And so so when the one I watched, he they had shotguns. So he's like, oh, I guess this is the original version. But I, it's possible they just put that back in and left some of the face stuff. But to me, it seemed like puppetry. And it, I mean, yeah, it looked great. No, I, I agree. It all looked to me really, really good. So even if they did leave a little bit of CGI around me, the, the, the parts where I felt it the most, where I was like, he would like blink. Mm-hmm. And where I was like, I don't understand how they could possibly make him blink that fast, like practically with a puppet. And his eyes were so great. Anyways, or else they're just the most incredible. It would be fun to watch them. I'm sure you can go on YouTube and watch them side by side or something. But I thought it yeah. looked really good. And the version that I watched did have the shotguns in it. So I was paying attention to at least that. Right on. And that, that brings us pretty much to the end, guys. So then, you know, they they escape with E.T. And all the kids ride their bikes. And- I do have a, a note. Um the whole neighborhood standing outside of the house, right? Yeah. Uh, when when all the government's there and and they're, I think, starting to maybe bring E.T. gear up to, like, take him away, right? And the kids so astutely go, man, something's happening here. <laughs> it's like, okay, wait, what gave it away? Was it that there's, like, NASA setting up a clean room environment at your neighbor's house? Was it that like the whole block is cordoned off? Was it that there's hundreds of police? There's men in space suits. Uh, it's just like, yeah, something's happening, bro. Yeah. yeah here's another way to know something's happening. Your 14-year-old friend is driving a fucking van in a hazmat suit and telling you guys to like meet him in the park. Yeah, it was just so weird. It's like, man, I don't know. I got a weird feeling something's happening here, buddy. Yeah, yeah, like with, with two NASA scientists hanging on for dear life on the back. Yeah. <laughs> great work, great work, Columbo. You're real fucking detective. Yeah, yeah. Something's happening here. I'm not sure, but I'm just going to go home. I did like, though, that um, I like that, like, all the kids get together and save E.T. at the end. Like, I like that the guys who were whatever busting elliot's balls the what, whole did they, time. Like, what did they really do to save him oh nothing <laughs> well they, they, oh my God, they, didn't they do rode it. their bikes through a construction site illegally might i add <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and they just went to the forest where everything just settled itself that is true actually wouldn't hey wouldn't it have been great by the way if during that construction scene they just cut to that construction worker from city slickers and he was like <laughs> Hey, you stupid bitch over here! <laughs> oh, shit, that would be real fucking fantastic. That's all these fools, kids. These comes biking through my goddamn sight. I say, hey, you fucking kids over here! Oh! They got a little goddamn man in the basket. Fucking, I don't know where they're taking him. (laughs) (laughs) Stop flying over here! Jesus! 
Oh my god. Uh, boy. All right, that, that's pretty much it. Each each gets back on the plane. So then it ends. Oh. And it ends. He gets better. And so sad. So sad. Very sad. It would have been better. Did did ET take the flowers? Yeah, I think he did. Right. He should have taken a a can of beer instead. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I know you love. Or he like, well, that was essentially the flowers, and he's like, no, thank you. Do you have any beers? <laughs> Yeah. I mean, the whole the whole mission was seemingly to gather fauna, flora. <laughs> sorry, flora of yeah. of Earth. Seems like and add right? it to their collection because they had they had that whole like saplings and things, and they had that whole room in the spaceship that was like misting and keeping like these weird mushrooms and things growing. Right, so I right, cool. Yeah. We stop on this planet, grab a couple of these plants, add to our collection, hit the road. They're bodies. So, they're so bodies, it, yeah. yeah, they're bodies. So it ends with him at least, you know, the mission complete. We got these flowers. Oh, that's true. He can hand them to his like, yeah. Box. And he goes, boom. Better yeah. than that sapling we were about to get. <laughs> Although probably not, because that was a redwood tree. That would have been a pretty uh, a, um, a great addition to the museum on the home planet. But still, he probably like got to keep his job. True. You know, his boss was like, "Et another time, I gotta call you back and pick you up." And he's like, "No, boss, look, I got this." He's like, "All right, it's good. It's all good. You're gonna barely slide by this time, but next time, Et." I mean, he wouldn't call him Et. He would call him T. 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 At the end, that's the end of the movie. Um, so now, that, now that the movie is over and you guys finally saw it, uh, what do you think? Holds up to what you were thinking? Good, bad? Watch it again? What do you think? I feel like I know where Danny's landing on this one. Yeah. <laughs> um, Danny, do you want to go? You want me to go? Let me gather my thoughts. You go ahead. Okay. This, I was blown away. Absolutely. Whoa. This movie was thoroughly enjoyable. I liked it a lot. I think I actually ended up watching it twice because the first time I watched it was when we were first going to do it, which was like a month ago, right? Um, and uh, so I rewatched it this morning, and and I was again, I was like, kind of like shit. I don't want to sit through this again, and I totally loved it again. Like I, I watched it fully this morning and still loved it, and there were still the same scenes that were like tugging at my heartstrings and like, or you know, like I'm like yeah. He's coming back to life. <laughs> like, I don't know. He got me, man. I liked it a lot. It's a good review. I like that. You remember when Robert said he didn't think this was going to be a good fucking movie? <laughs> Robert was right. Oh! <laughs> no. no, yeah, it, it's it's all right. Mac and me is way better than this. <laughs> show. Oh, oh, oh. No, that can't be right. I can't think that can be right. No, nothing adds up. No. By the way, I, I I watched Mac and me twice this morning. <laughs> That's like David Mac and opinion. He does that every day. That's how I wake up. Wakes up, two quick hits of Mac and me, and then on to work. Mac and waking and then four in the know. afternoon. I don't know. I kind of felt like, uh, what was the what was the point? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. 
I'm not going to watch it again. I wasn't blown away. Like I said, I think in the years of everyone saying how great it was probably got to me a little bit, you know, but do you, Danny, do you think when your kid's a little older, would you like watch it with him or, or in like, in was this a movie you would show to him? Yeah. Cause I don't think he's going to have all that, all the, the press that I got, you know, he's not going to have everyone say, you got to watch ET, you know, cause they're not going to even know what it is. So yeah, I'll, I'll let him know about it and see what he thinks. And then tell me he's wrong. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I'll let him watch it. You'll, well, at least you'll let him. I mean, there are all those dick shots, so you probably want to set that up. <laughs> like, look at this guy here. This guy. Yeah, look at those keys. Those junk shots before. <laughs> yeah, you, you want to remember the dick, not the keys. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> Whatever you think, this is not about keys. Don't look at the keys. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm with Robert. I think it's great. Um, I think it's a fucking great movie. I think it lives up to its, its status or its legacy or whatever. Um, so yeah, totally on board. I'll watch it again in another couple of years, probably now that I've been reminded that it's awesome. But anyway. It's a two thumbs up and a crotch shot for me. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. Me and Robert both give it four jingling keys and Danny gives it four dicks. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the barometer. <laughs> oh, uh, that's it, guys. That's it for this episode. I feel like we we don't have any uh, Tom Fuller yeah. in this one, right? No, that's it. That's it. All right, guys. So uh, that was a a great episode. Uh, so before we go, we got to spin the wheel, Danny. Uh, Danny, you, we got to spin the wheel for the next week's or next episode's uh, movie. So, do you want to remind everybody what's on the wheel right now? We got some really great movies here, Jonas. Uh, the one I'm really hoping for is He-Man, Masters of the Universe. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> uh, we also got Time Cop, Speed, Natural Born Killers, yeah. Dark Man, Waterworld, City Slickers 2, Monster Squad, NeverEnding Story, and Little Monsters. Ooh, it's a good mixture. It is all a good right. mixture. Yeah. All, over all, right. The uh, all right, Danny, take it away, buddy. Yeah, let's spin uh, that Here wheel. we go. Come on, He-Man. Oh no way, Dark Man, baby! <laughs> yeah, yes. oh, that's love it. A good one. I I was rooting for that one a little bit. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, yeah me too. Let it be a good. All right, one. great. Okay, guys. So everybody listening at home, go ahead and check out Dark Man, and we'll cover that next episode. Thanks, guys, for a great episode. This was a really good one. Yes. It yeah, was this fun. was fun. Thanks, everyone. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it next week. All right. See All you right. Next time. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, see you on the next episode. Bye.